Take two. Yo. This is take two. The deuce. Considering what we were talking about <laughs> before. We may have been talking deuce. We'll talk. A lot of HBO show Vodus <laughs> is about the adult <laughs> film industry. And we were bringing up uh, Jerry Springer Stin as mayor. And he's embroiled in it in controversy when he used. Government money to pay off a prostitute? I don't know. Whatever he did, uh, he used his position of power to... I don't know. Well, whatever he did, uh, I I guess... I really only know him for being that TV personality. The TV personality. The TV personality. And the interesting thing about Jerry Springer, he just died. And his spirit is already haunting the studio. It's throwing <laughs> us off. I haven't, been, I haven't been doing a podcast in so long. When was the last podcast that you did? It, start of March. Yeah, that's been a while. You're pretty... Um, you do this pretty frequently, so it's a long time for you. Have you been doing something else that's been preventing you from jumping in the studio? Well, um, Danny Robinson, <laughs> my co-guest guest host company human <laughs> we're just retrotting the best of so what we were recording before getting it out of the way for all the listeners you don't fucking know what's going on right now <laughs> it's uh, probably for the best <laughs> if you thought well ross hasn't done a podcast in a while well i have just been doing festival seasons in adelaide melbourne sydney and you would think that now is the perfect opportunity to talk talk about it, unpack it, unpack it with someone who helped with the show in terms of music and, and doing tech and what their perspective was, uh, conversations about comedy and art. But uh, no, it's just Jerry Springer died <laughs> and I was very interested in talking about this. <laughs> We got that out in like two and a half minutes. I think last time it took 15 minutes. I this, think we cut out a lot of... A lot of fat. Yep. A lot of, we really trimmed the fat. We really trimmed the fat. <laughs> I don't know why people don't just do, do separate versions of podcasts <laughs> all the time. You know, these things should be written. <laughs> I think you're onto something. Do you think people might eventually start writing things, recording those things being read? They could do that. I mean, <laughs> we've done improv. To, we do improv. Done improv together, and sometimes I look at that and I think, wouldn't it be more successful if we wrote it? 
You know, because you can come in with a whole group of people and they have all different ideas of, like, what's a good idea. And sometimes it doesn't quite mesh up. Actually, quite frequently it doesn't mesh up. Oh, Occas yeah. Occasionally, the goal is to have it all mesh together mm. and everyone's on the same page. It often doesn't happen. It, it's nice to mesh together. It's nice for someone to bring in an idea that's hilarious that you hadn't thought of, but then also, you know, you're running the risk of... Um, butting heads in styles of humour and also what people think is <clears throat> Interpreta appropriate. Interpretations. <laughs> Interpretations of, of like, things. well, I thought you meant this. Well, no, I meant this. Yeah. And I'm always thinking, well, you can get rid of all this by <laughs> writing beforehand. Get that all out in the pre-production. Yeah, exactly. Have your arguments away from the stage. Uh, anyone who doesn't remember their lines, you cut. Well, don't even have our, have the arguments before the stage. Don't have them after the stage. <laughs> I, unless there have been things happening behind my back that I haven't paid attention to. I, I don't think there's a lot of arguments, although I don't pay a lot of attention. Anyway. <laughs> oh, well, people talk behind each other's backs and that's how. Wait, in the arts? Um, you know. In improv? In the arts? No. You're right, Danny. I'm being facetious. <laughs> That's never happened. Ever. I am saying sometimes people say, why did you do that bit about the lizard being a clansman? <sighs> and I'm like, well, this advice isn't going to help for me because I'm clearly not going to do an improv scene next time about a lizard yeah. as a clansman. If it didn't work the first time, it's not like you're going to try and repeat it. To begin with, the thing is called improvise, which means you haven't planned it. Yes, and we haven't planned this podcast. Indeed. And I do say that a lot of what seems uh, as such about the Jerry Springer show, as a lot of it did seem so spontaneous and outrageous, but there was a lot of pre-production. I guess that's just the nature of all production. Like, in order to make everyone be in the same place at the same time and to get someone to, you know, maybe aim the lights in the right direction or you know, have people in the audience when you want them to be there and, you know, have your surprise guest who might be, uh, you know, a small cougar uh, inside a Richard Nixon costume in uh, a bear suit. Jerry. Uh, yeah. Jerry. <laughs> I'm an older woman who likes going out for younger men. But <laughs> what was that second one? I've right, honestly already forgotten what I remember I the third thing being a bear suit. So clearly it's this woman who's like... I, I think cougar is uh, like a, a oh, large cat. Oh, I got that. <laughs> I got that. Oh, you're just turning on it on its head. I like it. In order to get your surprise guest and an audience and all the people to make something happen, you kind of have to organise something and make them all come together. Pre-production. Yes. Do you think... Do you think that Steve Wilkos, the famous security guard from Jerry Springer, for got his own spin-off show, do you think he's ever talked to Jerry at the end of a show and says, hey, you really blocked my idea back there. I wanted to separate those two and you were oh. like, and you were like looking at me like you didn't want me to separate those. Look, if that conversation happened, I think that Jerry probably would have been the kind of person who said, look, 
you're a security guard. I'm a TV personality. Uh, I think I know a little bit more about what people want to watch than you. So next time I block your idea, just know that I know what works and you don't because I think I'm better than you. So are you saying famous security guard from Jerry Springer, Steve Wilkos, had his own chant, Steve, 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 Steve. This was the, um, the inspiration to get his own show. You got his own spinoff show. That's true, yeah. So you think like, oh, you're not going to block my ideas anymore, Jerry. I've got my own ideas. Yeah. Isn't that how most shows start? Someone's like, oh, I'm getting annoyed with this thing that I'm doing. I'm going to do another thing. I'm going to do this thing, but I'm going to do it better. Yes. <laughs> Which is ironically how our improv company started. <laughs> got us tying back to that thread. I like it. So now there's three different threads here. I'm glad you're keeping track of them because I'm not. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it takes a lot of mental effort to make non sequiturs seem like. Sequiturs? Yeah. <laughs> like there's actually thought behind it. I should, I should write these podcasts. <laughs> you reckon? What do you like better? I think I should write a podcast. I mean, I listened to something you'd written. I enjoy a lot of the things that you've written. Yeah. It must take a lot of effort, though. And really yeah. what I'm looking for is just to turn the mic on it and just <laughs> fart through like my it. mouth for an hour. Yeah, farting through your mouth for an hour is so much easier to prepare. And once you get comfortable with that, it's there's a real art to it. Mouth farts. Yeah. So I was thinking of doing that this festival season. This batch just oh. passed, but I didn't. I just did the same crap I usually do when I... Yeah, I did the same the, crap and I, I wrote the, a, a wonderful show and put the all the pieces together. And <laughs> you know, I upped the ante on it, and this will be a perfect time to lead into the post-festival wrap-up that oh. I think people are expecting. But oh. I started this podcast again because Jerry Springer died, and obviously we've got to commemorate that. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. I do feel like I may not be the best person to commemorate him dying because I didn't actually know that he died until you told me <laughs> just now. I mean, to be fair, it never quite feels like he's gone, right? Right. <laughs> like he before he died, I don't even think he even did a final thought. What do you think his final thought would be? <sighs> Sometimes in life... You end up reaching the end, but sometimes the end is in the beginning. It's a, uh, what was he always going on about? That was very thoughtful. Interesting about those final thoughts. He always, <laughs> always trying to make it seem like the fucking dancing in the cultural sewer that was the previous 55 minutes actually could be gleaned <laughs> some emotional, uh, intellectual <laughs> impact. Those final thoughts, crazy. <laughs> yeah, you've had uh, like several segments of uh, a bunch of people having conflict with each other in the most ridiculous ways possible and uh, tying it up with something very thoughtful. And saying take care of each other, take care of yourselves and each other. 
That's nice. But for the fast 55 minutes previous day, Danny, what I've been seeing is bells going off and that triggering hillbillies to start fighting. Yeah. Is that is that taking care of each other and ourselves? Technically, no. Although maybe there can be something to be said about having people talk about their feelings. Or not. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. What is happening here? I don't, I don't know. I think this is what Jerry Springer would have wanted. I think it is the too. you have called is not available. Ah. Oh. You think Jerry Springer would have wanted it to not, uh... You know, when he's got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> Sometimes it's just good to call someone that you know isn't going to pick up. <laughs> Everyone loves a callback, Danny. Oh, it is a callback. Literally. Hey, sorry, one sec. All right. Uh, hold on, I'm just switching it. You're just switching it? Switching what? Hey, how's it going? Hey! I'm just watching the football. <laughs> you're just, so you're not... <laughs> You're not commemorating the death, or commiserating over the death over Jerry Springer. You're not celebrating the life of Jerry Springer? Oh, did he die? <laughs> he died, and this is what this whole podcast <laughs> is about. Who's, who have you got on? Which, which poor soul this week? <laughs> well. It's Danny. You're torturing. You, you know her pretty well. Yeah. You've shared a stage together okay. many a time. Who is this? Uh, Danny Robinson. Oh, Danny Robinson. That is to you, <laughs> Danny Robinson. <laughs> so, yeah, you think I would have had this podcast started up again, brought Danny yeah. my tech on during Comedy Festival, also music composer, to do an unpacking of the festival season. But instead, we're actually talking about Jerry Springer. Okay, that's fair. I mean, look, he's done so much for society. So many people found out who their real dads were <laughs> because of him. And, you know, so I might yell periodically. <laughs> you might yell periodically. I mean, there's a dog in here and this dog. Oh, little Hercules. <laughs> yeah, you called it. He is chilling. Featured? Any commentary from the dog yet? No, not yet. Well, apparently, according to Danny, before he got into the studio, just yelled himself stupid, which I said in the first no, take of the podcast. <laughs> I guess we don't know. I'm sorry, Damien. <laughs> there we go. Finally. <laughs> a right call, Ross. A right call. Wait, right call or rough call? Oh. <laughs> Come on, let's do something. I'm so sorry. So, Jerry Springer. I mean, look, you know I, they made a musical about him. Oh, yeah, Stuart Lee made that, a whole opera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is an opera as well. <clears throat> Jerry Springer and the opera. Now, what an ironic juxtaposition. Right? Yeah, I mean, high, high art versus low, 
Well, I was just saying probably, they're probably making an offer about like reality TV. Probably the reality TV show. You know, what's the trashiest of the trashy? What is the trashiest of the trashy? Dating naked. <laughs> probably up there. Naked and afraid. Yeah. All the nude shows. I watch a lot oh, of botched. All the ones that are just super exploitative and nude. Uh, right. Sometimes there are people in nude on botched. You yeah. know, they, there's some nudity. They hide nipples, botched. but. You know, we've got them titty tucks and they don't work out so much. Oh, yeah, the botched. Oh, this is fucked. What? Oh, Sometimes that's exactly what they say on the show, botched. <laughs> oh, this is fucked. This is bu- This is fucked. <laughs> What's that <laughs> other? Verbatim. British one. I think they should do a reality, like a, an offer about yeah. snog, snog, marry, and avoid. <laughs> snog, marry, avoid. Where they get, where they get, they get analysed. It's all these ragged British people. They get analysed by like a fake computer. It's like, yeah, it's a good time. And the, and the and the woman who hosts it is like just got so much cake makeup on. Like she's no better than the. I'm <laughs> like people in glass houses. Yeah, you're like why why are you judging these people? Yeah, you are like, also a like flawed person. What would you say this person is? <laughs> it's like oh two percent. Oh, we got to fix this one. You know, I wish I was a one percent. You know. You want to be the one percenters. Yeah, don't we all <laughs> in this room and in the uh, in, uh, want to be one percenters? Well, I don't know. I, I know that we're all probably working schmucks, but this little dog, he's pretty fancy and he's got a human carrying him around like a little kangaroo. So is maybe, it a, maybe he is a one percenter. Is it a dog or is it a kangaroo, Danny? Make up your mind. <laughs> Danny's a kangaroo because the dog's in her pouch all the time. So the yeah. dog is a joey. The dog the is a joey. A joey. <laughs> dog is joey. So yeah. does the dog ever say, how you doing? He doesn't, thank goodness, because that would be terrifying. Doesn't try, to, doesn't try to fuck everything that moves? He does not. Wow. He's an upgrade from that joey that you're talking about from Friends, yeah? So he doesn't want to move to L.A., have an apartment, try to be an actor. I don't think he does. <laughs> you know, who tried to. That dog, that dog, you could get that dog an agent. My, yeah. You know, Gavin Semple's dad breeds chihuahuas, and one of the chihuahuas has an agent. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. I am obsessed. I love them. I can't. If I could be a chihuahua agent, I'd do that. You should branch out. You <laughs> should be agent to the chihuahuas. They need representation. They totally do. They're always shouting. Maybe they'd be shouting less if if people would represent them. If they were getting mere award rates. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. MEAA, Actors' Equity. What are you doing for the Chihuahua community? But it's, a, it's, a, it's not a very well-trained one, right? It doesn't obey you. Doesn't do any tricks? Yeah, you know, sit, what? stand on two legs, shake. High five. Or is it a trick? This dog wants to make it in this biz. It's it learn how to turn tricks. <laughs> it's either got to know how to do tricks or be a trick. It's got it's one or the other. Yeah, it's one or the other. You want to be a star, don't you? <laughs> this little dog want to make it in this big biz. I got an idea. You know that show Dance Mums? Oh, yeah. Where the mums just like verbally and sometimes physically assault these poor children to yeah. make them better dancers. 
Well, maybe you do like dance chihuahuas. <laughs> Make the, the... Well, so, isn't that just like best in show? That's just like a oh. one of those dog show people. Yeah, but do they do they verbally physically assault the dogs? Um, I don't know. Maybe. I hope not. I haven't I seen that, so. but I, I don't think dogs respond well to aggression. Yeah, animals. You know. I think the the modern understanding of how to train an animal that has a brain, you got to give it some positive reinforcement. They're like, yeah, I can I can roll over, but what's in it for me? Danny, I'm thinking. <clears throat> yes, you could be the Abby Lee Miller of this operation. Abby Lee Miller is one of the main mums and dad's mums. Do you have it in you to? Majorly avoid paying taxes. <laughs> maybe. Okay, she said maybe. <laughs> I work for the feds now. I'm ah, all right, all right. We didn't need to talk about this gotcha. on the show, but Damien's got a, a federal gotcha. job. He's a gotcha. narc. He's a narc. Ah, that's fair He's enough. Undercover. Well, obviously not that deep. You told us. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I have to now. He got our trust. Yeah. And now. He our trust. And now we learn it's all been because you've been a fed. Oh, man. All right, the next quarter's about to start, Ross. <laughs> all right, well, I better let you be to yell at <laughs> the TV. I'm going to yell. It's an iPad and I'm on a treadmill. I'm trying to multitask. You are successfully multitasking. There's not much. There's not much. Um, oh, yeah, and I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing three things. You're doing a podcast and I didn't even inform you this was going to happen. The second time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Thanks for dying. Uh, I guess. Thanks. Jesus. Hey, it's... You know, in, in order, you know, we can't be celebrating the life of someone if they haven't passed away. We've got to celebrate his death and his life. Danny gets it. That's true. That's true. I mean, how old was he? I feel like he wasn't that old. Wait, was he? I don't know. Wasn't he like, he was in his 70s. Yeah. He was in his 70s. Man, that's one more cameo you're never going to get for your show, Ross. Oh, what about someone who you can say is Jerry Springer, but is really just some other dude of a similar age? That was such an entertaining show. That actually was. Out of all the garbage, you just wanted to see people's bin fires on <laughs> reality, reality TV is just too scripted. That's my problem. Reality TV. Is it, is it because it's too scripted or is it because it's too edited into making it look like it's been scripted? Oh, I don't even know. Come on, we're doing it. We're going to do it, Danny. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. You're, you're a calling me. I am, yeah. My family are Collingwood supporters, so, you know, uh, by... Who are they versing? Adelaide in Adelaide, and Adelaide is really good right now. Ooh. All right. Ooh. Oh, we're losing. Okay, I guess for this match, I'm also going for Collingwood. Yeah, because you, we're in Victoria. Right. If they're going for <laughs> Hawthorne... He's gone! Good. I'm going to leave you to your game now. All just, right. Just wanted... Well, I imagine you wanted to just have your two cents about Jerry Springer's death. Yeah. 
We're going to reenact Jerry Springer, but with like real small potatoes. Oh, that'd be awesome. Kind of problem. <laughs> oh, man, I, for some reason, I know the term small potatoes, but I thought you were talking about having small we, potatoes. We could do that too. And even, uh, even before you said small potatoes, I was like... We're going to combine it, right? We're going to get Jerry Springer and then when, they, when they're at their shameful lowest, we're going to put in like a judge <laughs> duty to sentence them. Yes. And also, can some of the surprise guests be two hours? You know, so they can run in, pick and up a potato, shake it in their little mouth. And halfway through each episode, they compete for the love of the jury and have to marry one of them. <laughs> Yeah, and but then naked. then we can they're turn it into like a, a a catching a predator kind of show when when you find out which which person one of has underage. <laughs> they pick the underage one, they go to jail. No, who's 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 gone oh, home and done romantic? No. Who's who's do? gone home with the intention of doing romantic things with a dog? What? All the, I mean, every dog's underage. They only live to like fifteen years, right? I mean, how long does Chihuahua live? They're they're purebreds. This guy, I reckon he could probably he could probably kick it to about twenty, but by the time he's that age, he might not he have rich. his uh, wits about him. So, yeah, all of these things. Dog. Yeah, I'm pretty sure dog consent's different than human consent. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> In some ways, dogs are much more involved. If they're interested, they sniff butts. They just sniff the butt. They just and sniff a butt. Honestly, if they're not interested, chihuahuas fucking tell you. If they see someone who, who's, you know, delivering a package to your door, they're like, I don't fucking want that package near me. Fuck off or I'll rip off your throat. Well, they're also very willing to tell you when they are interested. They don't play these games. <laughs> yeah. They don't play these games where There's you're no like. There's gray area. It's just like. You never hear a two-hour talking yes. about the friend zone. Come and ginger. Can the pies? Yes. All right. <laughs> I think you got it, We're Danny. Coming, Ross. We're coming, Ross. We're coming. We're coming. Uh, <laughs> oh. All right. I'll leave you be, Damien. Thanks for the thanks right. for the call. Catches. Bye. See you, buddy. So, yeah. <laughs> so we came here today to wrap up the post-festival season. And yeah. what we came out with is a Jerry Springer reboot with chihuahuas. And potatoes. And potatoes. Mixed a little <laughs> to catch a predator in there for yeah. some reason. <laughs> I mean, there are so many different, uh, you know, reality show formats with conflict in them that we could really tie together. Sure. I was thinking Chris Hansen, you know, he was the To Catch a Predator host. Oh, yeah. He wears a clan suit. You reckon he'd do it? I reckon he would do a lot of things. For my- <laughs> oh, look, I, I can't, probably can't uh, judge. Done lots of very mediocre jobs for much less money than I imagine he's getting. Ooh. I'm oh, calling up Chris Hansen now. Chrissy? My phone is also ringing too, but I think this is unrelated. Chrissy? The person you have called is not available. Ah. Second time, Chris Hansen, not available. Ah, come on. 
That's just rude. We had a million dollar idea. <sighs> I guess we'll have to do it ourselves. And just the two of us, right? I mean, we're not going to get Damien involved. Well, he's busy. He's busy. He's multitasking. He's on a treadmill, on an iPad, watching the football, also doing a podcast. I'm literally counting on my fingers so I can keep track of the things that he's doing. In Canberra. He's in Canberra. Holy shit. Well, that's more things that I'm currently doing. <sighs> Shall we? He's busy. He's busy. He's, a busy. he's a busy. He's always busy. He's busy. We should probably turn this Jerry Scr- uh, Potato Jerry Springer <sighs> Chihuahua Catch a Predator Dance Mums epic into a reality. Maybe we can get him when he's not doing 12 things. All right. I don't think he's doing 12 things now, actually. I think he's doing five things. Yeah. So maybe we're okay. I'm exaggerating. We might be in. We might be in with a chance. Should this be next year's Melbourne International Comedy Festival show? Look, Damien's a pretty smart guy. I reckon he could probably do, you know, on top of the five things that I assume he's going to always be doing, maybe two or three, four other things. Yeah. Damien is nothing if not a jack-of-all-trades, master of none. He's master of some. No, he's master of none. <laughs> he's master of none. Oh. He has trouble dating. And his best friend is Eric Wehrheim. And it's on Netflix. And that's oh. the type of uh, jumbled up pop culture reference that I think all the listeners have missed. Me taking the term master of none and making that about the Aziz Ansari show, Master of None. I liked that show until I heard some weird stuff about... Aziz Ansari sticks his fingers down women's mouths and they don't like it and they never said they were okay with it. The the whole not consenting thing is concerning to me. The whole sticking the fingers. <clears throat> I don't know about you, but everyone's turned on by having a stranger's fingers stuck in their mouth, Right. Look, Danny, we're not going to do a post-festival wrap-up on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're here to do not a post-festival wrap-up, even though it might seem like it's time because you've just come back from doing Adelaide, Melbourne and Sydney. Sydney. Like, I just drove up from Sydney yesterday. Yeah. We wouldn't, we definitely, I mean, this would be a time that if we were going to do yes. a wrap-up, we would do it, but obviously. The show was Ross Purdy is your new god. There was a song in it by Prince Spasm. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Why is everyone coughing? Is it because when it gets colder, we all go in the same room <coughs> and suddenly people like you and me who may be pushing our immune systems a little bit harder by staying up late at night to do festival things maybe are more susceptible to colds? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I took a rat test today before I came here. I'm fine in that regard. Oh, yeah, I, I do some work at the airport and so I'm, I'm doing those nearly every day just because I'm paranoid I'm going to make someone sick. Turns out I've just got a husky voice. <laughs> right, and you know who else has a husky voice? Who? Someone I bet who's worked on Jerry Springer at one point. Don't know anyone specifically. <laughs> I thought you were actually going to turn that into a segue about Jerry Springer. 
You're right. And that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Jerry Springer doesn't have a husky voice. He does not. He's got quite a clear voice. He's got a nasally voice. Yeah. He's got a, he's, he's got a little bit of a nasal. A little. Yeah. He sort of rides those nasal tones a little bit longer to, to hammer a point home from memory. Because obviously we're remembering him today. Yes. Now here's my final thought. Would it have been a better podcast if we did dissect comedy, deconstruct the festivals and the arts and culture scenes throughout Australia? Possibly. But people who listen to Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy expect a level of nonsensicality that if I were to stray away from that by not straying away, I would lose probably all a hundred of my listeners. That's important. Hey, Danny, you're doing a show at the Tote this week. Yeah, I am. I'll be at the Tote this week uh, with my band Protospasm, um, shouting with a microphone, much a little bit similar to now. Me in front of a microphone saying stuff. Yeah, but you're not shouting. And thank you for that because we don't want the recording to peak. No, we do not. It is not the peaking that we would like. Yeah, I'm playing a show with Protospasm. It's, uh, uh, there's a whole bunch of really good bands playing. Pizza Death is one of them. So uh, you should come and have a really good time. We'll be on a little bit earlier because our guitarist is playing another show. Busy guy. Oh. Yeah. What time are Protospasm going to be on? I think about six. Oh. I know it's I know it's the dining hour, if you're uh, into keeping those schedules and things. But we could dine afterwards. Yeah. Or dine after the show. All nine bands have played. Honestly, I I wouldn't care if you came and stood right in front of me eating a kebab. If you want to bring your food, if you're you know you're drinking a protein shake and hanging out at a show. Really, it's just multitasking the same way that Damien multitasked on this podcast today. Yes. You know, you can entertain yourself, you can get a bite to eat, you can witness me shouting. 6 p.m. Yeah. 6 p.m. Saturday. It's a slightly bigger show and uh, definitely come down and have a really good time. There's also another time that I'll be at the tote this week. Uh, anti-comedy. Anti-comedy. Indeed. It's the third show. Will more than three people show up? Maybe. Just like improv, we never know. Well, you never know. But unlike improv, there's not going to be nine people on stage at once. Yeah. Oh, well, that's been Ross Petty Destroys Comedy. Thank you, Danny Robinson. It's my pleasure. Thanks, Ross. As always, thank you for having me. Oh, that's my phone. Oh, no. Wait. What's, what's your number? Hold on, let me have a look at that. Oh, this is a completely different number. He's not available. The call is coming in from inside the house. That was weird. 
So today we start our 25th year of doing this show. My gratefulness surpassed only by my surprise. My surprise at its longevity. How in the world did we last so long? Let's be honest, virtually anyone could do what I do, which is to basically say three things. You did what? Come on out. We'll be right back. <laughs> you practice that and you'll be hosting your own show in no time. Oh, there is one other thing that brings success. Luck, lots of it. And surround yourself with smart, talented people who know a heck of a lot more about television than I do. Look, I've been blessed through these 25 years to have people of enormous talent and drive producing a show of constant challenges which can't be saved day to day by simply booking a big name celebrity. You see, we don't have any on our show. No, just regular folks of no fame, little if any wealth, and very little influence. Folks just taking a moment, which they rarely if ever get, to let the world know something about what they are thinking or feeling or doing. Admittedly, it's often crazy or outside the norm of accepted behavior, but what I've learned over our quarter century of shows is that deep down, we are all alike. Some of us just dress better or had a better education or better luck in the gene pool of parents. I'll say it again. Deep down, we are all the same. We all want to be happy. We cry when we're hurt. We're angry when we've been mistreated. And to be liked, accepted, and respected, not to mention loved, is the greatest gift of all. Yes, we're all alike. Know this. There's never been a moment in the 25 years of doing this show that I ever thought I was better than the people who appear on our stage. I'm not better, only luckier. So thanks for the 25 years. We've signed on to do a whole bunch more. And as long as I stay healthy, we will. And on that note, take care of yourself and each other.